Welcome everybody to the Nerd Pool Podcast, the podcast where we talk pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything else that's on my mind. So sit back, grab your snack, and listen in as I rant and rave about everything we know and love. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. Yes, it's me. It's a J-M-I-E, your 1,978th favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness, continuing with our Halloween month. Today we're not talking a movie, we're not talking a show, we're not really talking anything to do with pop culture. Well, there might be one kind of tie-in. But we're going to be talking about the creepy places in America, these places that have folklore, the places that are local legends, that places where you want to go when you just want to have that terrifying feel, or that there's just a legend behind it that is just intriguing to the people around and everybody that hears it. What brought this on is recently talking with some people about a local place here where I live in Memphis. Um, if you've been to Memphis, you know we have our tourist destinations, Graceland, Bill Street, uh, the Lorraine Motel. We also have our aspects of ghosts and hauntings. Um, the Lorraine Motel is supposedly haunted by people from the Civil Rights uh, Movement. Their Graceland is supposed to be haunted by Elvis and his you know, family that are buried there. We have Ernstein and Hazel's, which is a local restaurant downtown that serves one of the top burgers in the city, allegedly, and that it's haunted. They do tours of it, and they recently found a body in the walls when they were doing slight renovations, so there is a little truth to that legend, but we're not really talking about ghosts. We're not really talking about hauntings. Um, the place that not many people are going to know about, not many people are going to talk about, and is going to be the discussion where we're going to start off today and what started this whole episode and me just wanting to talk about certain places like this because they fascinate me, is the local legend of Voodoo Village. Now, if you don't know about this place, um, there's documentaries on YouTube about it. There's plenty of reading you can do about it. The In the 1960s, a self-ordained minister by the name of a Wash Doc Harris wanted to build a, a temple, a compound for his congregation where he could do spiritual healing, where people could basically practice their religion without the, you know, outside world um, giving them stress and, and hating for what they do. He built St. Peter's Spiritual Temple. It's on a rural area in Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, there are little rural areas. Um, it's on a cove. There's one way in, one way out. You have to turn around to get in and out of the place. And it's still there today from the 60s. Now, if you drive by, there's fences up. There's warning signs. There's private property. It's still a gated community that is reclusive. It is private. And the folklore behind it is amazing because when you see it, it's it's fallen into a little bit of disrepair. It's fallen into dilapidation, even with the people and the residents still living there. There are religious artifacts um, and sculptures and paintings and just weird-looking statues everywhere. Uh, there's religious, there's Masonic imagery. There's even people are saying it's voodoo, but there's legends of voodoo priests doing rituals there, satanic rituals, black magic, witchcraft. This place has its own legend in this town in Memphis that a lot of people know about, a lot of people are afraid of. I've driven by the place. I've never driven to the place or gone down the road. Um, there have been many stories, and this is all alleged, about 
when you go down the road, if you look where the temple sits, there is a bus that sits beside the temple. Now, originally, this bus was used to transport people to the congregation, you know, to the church from outside, uh, kids to school, take people to get groceries and stuff when they go into town. Now it's there for when you drive down the road, if you're suspicious, if you're um, defacing anything in the property, it is when you get down to the end of the road to turn around, the bus will pull out, blocking your path from leaving, and at that point, you will be beaten, abducted, and subjected to voodoo rituals or satanic rituals. This is all an alleged thing, but this is a lore that's gone on forever here. And it has a little bit of, of truth. You know, everything you take with a grain of salt. But the residents of this particular parish are very reclusive. They stay together. They don't get out much. Mo nobody really knows about the people that are living there. Um, and there has been many rumored of people being chased out with machetes. People being chased with baseball bats. Gunshots. Just to get people to leave them alone, there's the lore of uh, voodoo zombies that people have seen walking around, people who, who have been resurrected from the dead. There have been numerous aspects of occultism and Satan worship and even black, like black magic and witchcraft spells. Uh, people have reported seeing rituals happen on the property when you go down at night it's a it's a destination on halloween for people to go see they as they say that they've seen people with lights people have painted doing dances people looking like they're getting possessed by spirits as you go and watch um the place is gated off again it is a community of people that want to be left alone how much of this is true how much of this isn't true we don't really know uh it's all speculation there's Plenty of people that have gone there. I've never, like I said, gone to Voodoo Village because and the way I look at it is most of it probably isn't true. Most of it's probably just a bunch of people that want to be left alone that, you know, are setting their ways or just, you know, uh, downtrodden people that are just living there. But if you're wrong once going there, you're wrong forever. I mean, like I said, there have been people that have been Rumors of abductions, rumors of torture, people being disemboweled, people having their blood drink, people have being put under voodoo curses and coming back from the dead, people being possessed. It's just a truly creepy and supernatural place that's in the city of Memphis that tourists don't know about, most people don't know about and never hear about. It's a local legend here. And just the, if you look at the pictures, the, the imagery, the statues, the artwork it, it's just it's a strange place and it's eerie when you s drive by and see it it's eerie it just has this this menacing feel to it even if it's not menacing at all it just has this feel like something is going on within these walls something is going on within these fences in this area of memphis that not many people go to that's not you know built up with with just malls and places everywhere like like you know the rest of the city is it's just a rural part of the city that is intrigued in mystery and go there if you dare now talking about voodoo village uh, with these people got me thinking about other places in you know in the country that are 
have this lore like this. Like, we don't really know what it is. We know the creepy factor that goes on with it and the legends that go on to it. And it's just places that give us that tingly feeling like something might not be right. Um, so we're going to talk about some more today. We're going to New Jersey now. And the place in New Jersey has had a legend built around it for a long, long time. Um, there's actually an episode in The Sopranos named after this. It has nothing to do with the legend, but it takes place in the legend. It is the 1.1 million acre of wooded forest in New Jersey called the Pine Barrens. Now, the Pine Barrens itself is has a factor in it. It has been talked about with legends. Um, people report hearing voices, they report hearing ghosts, there has been numerous bodies that have been buried in the Pine Barrens, left in the Pine Barrens from some say, you know, mafia hits, um, other just serial killers that it seems like a good dumping ground for bodies in general when you've committed some kind of murder or anything like that. Um, 1.1 million acres, that's a lot of forest and wooded area to try to trek through, especially if you're hiding a body to try to find something. At one point, the Pine Barrens was actually, you know, a functioning town building iron and so forth. There was actually still standing um, factories and places and homes that were built during this time when there was actually a bustling little community of people living there. It is it has been abandoned for years. You know, some of the structures are still there and you have seen graffiti. You've seen things that look like uh, rituals have been performed there. It seems like this seems to be a, a tie in with a lot of these places like this is um, there seems to be that lore of satanic rituals or even, you know, uh, black magic in general, murder, sacrifice, whatever. The main legend that comes out of the Pine Barrens is one, if you're into uh, cryptology, you know, Bigfoots and Loch Ness Monsters and stuff like that, you will know, and that is the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil was supposedly born in the Pine Barrens as 13th child to a woman named Jane Leeds, who was known as Mother Leeds, and has been rumored to actually have been a woman named Deborah Leeds as her husband, Josephat, had actually left his in his will everything to 12 children. That is just the, the rumor and innuendo on the legend. Now, there's different aspects of this legend. One of the legends is that when she had 12 children, she became pregnant with the 13th. She had cursed the child, you know, saying that it was going to be the devil. And as cursing it so much as she did... The night she was that the child was born, it was born normal and then sprouted wings. It sprouted a goat's head, hooves, a forked tail, and it's actually whipping people flew up the chimney and out to live in the Pine Barrens as, you know, the Jersey Devil would become too known. The other legend is a little bit more uh, on the dark side as it's saying that Mother Leeds was actually a witch and that the Jersey Devil was actually the son of the, the devil as she was impregnated by the devil. This would lead to it being the what would be considered the Jersey Devil, the son of the actual devil. Now, is this true or not? There have been multiple thousands of sightings since the early 1900s of the Jersey Devil in this region. The blood-curdling, high-pitched scream that it emits, um, darting back and forth on roads when you're hiking or when you're driving, flying, things flying overhead. The Jersey Devil 
supposedly inhabits the Pine Barrens and actually will torment or, you know, murder people that are at, come to the Pine Barrens to disturb it or to taunt it or things like this. Is this true? We don't know. It's a great folk legend, but with there being so much history surrounding the Jersey Devil, and especially in the Pine Barrens area, it has become a, a creepy tourist attraction for people going to actually look for the Jersey Devil, try to find paranormal activities, try to see ghosts, because there's so much that has been found there and so much that has happened there that the Pine Barrens has just become one of these creepy uh, legends and lures of the U.S. that people flock to to try to get a glimpse of the Jersey Devil or get a glimpse of the ghost of Mother Leeds or of the numerous bodies that have been placed there. Is it harboring a creature sent from hell? We don't know. Is it harboring the devil? We don't know. But one thing is for certain, it is one of the creepiest places and one of the most intriguing places in the United States simply for the legends that it holds. Speaking of hell and legends that have evolved around specific places, in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, there is a place called the Portal to Hell. It is a storm drain tucked off in an area by itself. Now, this drain uh, was rumored back in the day to be a, a meeting site for Satanists and occultists to do rituals. There has been numerous accounts of abductions and satanic rituals performed within this very storm drain, which they say has actually summoned a portal to hell. As you go deep into the storm drain, it splits off into multiple tunnels that lead to every parts of the city. It has not been fully explored as the city has discouraged people from going into it. They're saying it's nothing but a storm drain, and they try to keep people running out. The graffiti around it has built has been kind of built around a monument. There's plenty of painting and graffiti. When you go inside, there's... Um, symbols written on the wall there are sayings written on the wall many people go there to explore some go there to do illicit activities but it has been rumored to actually contain multiple ghosts when you walk by people have heard screaming of terror people have heard people screaming for help people have heard growls grunts coming from inside people said they've heard blood curdling screams and people say they have actually heard demonic voices coming out of the tunnel that tries to lead people in and actually speaking in a a weird tongue is any of this true i don't know if you google the images of it like i said with the painting it's become almost a little monument to the creepy factor that it is and that adds to it as you see the symbols painted on you see just this weird looking tunnel just just tucked away and yet, it has been decorated by people coming and enshrining it to this real portal to hell. Is it an actual portal to hell? More than likely, it is not. But could it be? It possibly is. With the lore that comes with it, with it, you know, the stories and the local legends that surround it, it is a very creepy place. It looks creepy on the outside. And would you dare to enter it? Maybe. At your own risk. Because even if it's not a portal to hell, it's a storm drain, which means there's a lot of, you know, stuff in there that have washed up. There's plenty of 
not only diseases that can come from it, but also trash can get in there that can cause other animals to live there and feed in there, which could be issues for why you're hearing the growls, the grunts, or things like that. However, people have said they've noticed lights coming from it at night. When you go there, you'll see what looks like a candle being held or a flashlight being held. If you go towards it, they'll say it'll cut off. Um, there's plenty of accounts of people seeing hooded figures that go in and out of the tunnels or ghosts that go in and out of the tunnels and it just adds to the creep factor that is the portal to hell that's in Ohio. There's multiple portals of hell. There's in New Jersey, there's Pennsylvania, there's plenty of places that claim to have their own little portals into this demonic realm. This one is to me one of the creepier looking ones because it seems that people like I said to go there put a monument to it and have actually decorated it and when you're decorating something with these symbols that you're finding in occult books or even stuff you see in movies that might not necessarily be real you're playing with fire when you're trying to summon demons if even if you're jokingly doing it and people that flock here to try to do this are playing with a fire that they might not be able to put out and actually need to maybe rethink some of their decisions. However, it is one of the creepier places in the United States, and that's why it is on this list I'm talking about now. Now, moving to the last one that we're going to talk about is the one that's probably um, most known. It is the reason we had the 1999 uh, hit, The Blair Witch Project, which revolved around the story of this particular site. Um, it is outside the town of Burkittsville, Maryland. It is in the Black Hills Forest. It is called Coffin Rock. Coffin Rock or Coffin Hill. Um, if you've seen the Blair Witch Project, you know the story uh, surrounding this, but I'm going to tell you now. In the 1800s, a child, an eight-year-old child was gone, that he had disappeared. People had thought that he had been um lost in the woods or something had happened so they had sent a search party into the black hills of maryland to try to find the child the child returned the search party did not weeks later they sent another search party trying to find the first one and what they found was a a gruesome uh sight they found everyone in the search party had been murdered they had been tied together by their hands and feet on Coffin Rock and disemboweled and their entrails had been pulled out. This is the story that has been passed down forever. As the search party left to go get people to help them remove the bodies and to, you know, give proper burial to everybody, when they got back, the bodies were gone. Now, this is supposedly due to the the story of the Blair Witch that lived in the Black Hills Forest and was possessing people. Um, a hermit that lived in the woods had been the one they had said was possessed by her and told to commit the murders in her honor and do the ritual for her. Um, so when you go there, if you see if you see the pictures of it, or if you've seen the Blair Witch when they go there, it's in it's in the woods. I mean, it's in a forest. And the legend of going into the woods and not being able to find your way out because the Blair Witch won't let you, getting turned around, getting lost, 
it happens all the time in woods, wooded areas and places this big where people go in and they don't come out because they get lost, whether it's because they lose their footing. They, they say that when you're lost like this, when you're walking around, that it you it's very easy to get off track of where you're going. Even if you're going straight, it's very easy to get off track of that straight line and get lost in the woods. But this is supposed to be that when you go there, the Blair Witch will is basically cursing you to where you can never leave and you lose your mind until she actually kills you. Now, the coffin rock itself is just a flat rock that's in the middle of the woods. Um, it doesn't look like anything particular or anything, you know, extremely creepy, except when you know the lore of what was found there, what has happened there, and the fact that the Blair Witch actually lives there, and that is the lore that goes into it. Multiple people have went into the woods, uh, they're looking for Coffin Rock. People have found pictures of it. Some people, they say, have not returned from these actual hikings and, and voyages into the woods. Um, there are rumors of ghosts in the woods, of spirits and paranormal activity that goes on there. They say you can hear the witch in the woods screaming or laughing. There has been rumors of you know rituals being performed, people seeing rituals being performed in the Black Hills. It's it's a creepy site. It's one place that has still, to this day, garners uh, thousands of tourists because of the Blair Witch and it bringing the story and legend of the witch that lived there to the mainstream. And Burkittsville still gets its share of visitors because of it. It's a truly creepy place to see and to possibly visit go there if you dare just make sure you bring a flashlight and some running shoes and be ready because if the Blair Witch comes for you there's no escape from the the demon inside of her and what she wants to do to you will be done well I'm officially creeped out scared myself don't know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go watch a kitty show or something but any of these places can be researched online, um, that can be visited. There's plenty of other supernatural places, haunted places, creepy places in this country. There's one in your state. There's probably one in your city, a local legend that we don't know about or that you know or that the locals know that the mainstream doesn't know about. Let me know about any kind of paranormal place that you live. Let me know about the local legends that there. Um, tweet them to me at NerdPoolPod. Show me a picture of them and tag me on Nerdpool Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at either one of those places. I'm on Twitch at Nerdpool Gaming. Thank you all for the love. Thank you all for the likes. Please go share, subscribe, comment, leave me a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps me out. Thank you for enjoying Halloween month with me. Next week is going to continue. So until next time, that's Nerdpool. See ya.